learn about the strides female entrepreneurs of color are making. Be inspired by their story and enlightened by their leadership, insight, and advice. Welcome to season two of She Leads Podcast, leadership empowerment for women of color. I'm your host, Nicole Walker, a mother, businesswoman, and leader. Our guest for today is Lisa May Brunson. Lisa May Brunson is a creative visionary, speaker, author, and social innovator that is committed to impacting humanity on a global scale. She was named Long Beach Post's 2016 40 Under 40 winner and is a commissioner on the Commission for Technology and Innovation for the City of Long Beach. She has cultivated the art of fearless asking to magically manifest her visions into reality. She is the founder of Wonder Woman Tech, a global conference platform highlighting, celebrating, and educating women and diversity in STEAM, and has launched junior innovation camps for underprivileged kids. She is founder of two hackathons, Hack for Humanity, a hackathon for social good, and Wonder Woman Hacks, a hackathon to address challenges facing women and girls. She received a three-year commitment from the city of Long Beach to host the Wonder Woman Tech Conference from 2016 through 2018 at the Long Beach Convention Center. Lisa May is currently on the advisory board for the California Women's Conference and Innovate LA, which produces LA's Innovation Weeks in October and speaks at conferences, events, and universities. Lisa May recently created the Wonder Woman Tech Show, a talk show web series that highlights pioneering women in STEAM, innovation, and entrepreneurship. She is also co-host and producer of the show. Lisa May organizes socially innovative projects like the global I Am Equality photographic campaign, which launched in 17 cities and five countries around the world. She has hugged over 8,000 people with her Love, Hugs, and Inspiration campaign. She volunteers with the Long Beach Code for America Brigade and other tech initiatives geared towards civic engagement and community building. She helped organize a global fish hackathon with the U.S. Department of State and is excited to build long-lasting global partnerships to expand the vision of Wonder Woman Tech. Without further ado... Leadership Empowerment with Lisa May Brunson. All right. So Lisa May, I read your bio and I love your passion to empower women and girls in technology. And I especially love your use of the titles Wonder Woman and Wonder Girls in your different business ventures. So kudos to you for that. Thank you. Thank you. It's very easy to wrap up, you know, superhero in the name because we women are absolutely superheroes. Yes, I totally agree. Okay. So Lisa May, I'd like to thank you for taking the time to be a guest on She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. We appreciate you blessing us with your insight today. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I'm excited. You're welcome. Okay, so now let's talk about leadership. So I myself feel that every person is a leader in one shape or form, whether they realize it or not. Would you agree, Lisa May? Yeah, absolutely. I think everybody has the ability to lead and to cultivate, you know, existing leadership skills as well. Yes, I agree. So can you tell us when you realized you were a leader and what or who helped you come to this realization? 
Well, mine was actually by birth because I'm the oldest of five growing up, six total. So I pretty much was born a, a leader and, you know, kind of keeping my fellow brothers and sisters in line and also just being a right-hand person to my mother who was often home alone because my dad worked so much. So I pretty much stepped up to the plate at a very young age, learned to cook, you know, learn to kind of, you know, carry out tasks and things of that nature and, and tell my brothers and sisters, hey, guys, we got to do this. This is how we're doing it. So it's pretty much something that I've cultivated along the way. And as I grew up, I was naturally raising my hand to take on, you know, projects and things of that nature. So it, it just really is something that I do first and then think about later. Yes. Yes. I can totally agree with that. I'm the eldest of three. And yeah, you do kind of fall into that role, whether you realize it or not. So I totally understand what you mean. Okay. So in my upcoming book, The Code of Leadership, The If-Then Process, I outline my experiences and lessons that have helped me to become a better leader with the intention of helping others do the same. Lisa May, can you share what you would consider to be your code of leadership and why? You know, I think my leadership has evolved along the way. So it has evolved from, okay, I'm going to tell people what to do and this is how I want it done to really cultivating a different kind of leadership now. So the way I lead my teams, it is a lot about collaboration. It's a lot about empathy. So I've created sort of like a family dynamic within my own organization which I think has shown positive effects and also sort of negative effects. And sometimes people get too comfortable. But then as a leader, I've had to develop new ways of reaching those particular individuals, right? But I think for me, it's been really about listening first and observing what the strengths are for my team and then making sure that I'm allowing those strengths to shine while encouraging growth and education and stepping outside of comfort zone. And I think, you know, the way that I'm learning to lead now has evolved into something even greater than I could have imagined because I've learned that I don't have all the answers and leaders don't. I think a lot of people think that when you are a leader, you're supposed to know everything. And what I've learned along the way is that you don't know everything and it's okay to admit that you don't know everything. And then you build your team from that perspective so that together you're stronger. Yes. Thank you for that. I totally agree. As far as not knowing everything, as far as collaboration, empathy, building people up, you made some great points. And I can also relate to being a do this, do that kind of leader. And then now evolving to realize that that's not the best way to lead. So thanks for sharing that. No problem. Okay. So I believe all leaders experience failure. I myself, I don't like to consider them failures. I like to consider them lessons, take more of an optimistic view. But Lisa May, can you share your view on failure and what it means to you? Oh, God. Well, you know, <laughs> failure, I think, is a natural part of the process of growing and building something. And I think a lot of us have a difficult time with failure and, and feeling like, oh, my God, everything's all bad because this didn't work out or... I completely bombed. You know, there are moments where you literally probably will 
not, it, things don't go your way at all. And you have to pivot and regroup and think about, you know, how are you going to utilize these lessons as opportunities? And while you're in the middle of it, certainly you're not thinking that way. A lot of times this is like hindsight. Yes. But, you know, for myself, I've failed many, many times. In fact, I'm giving a talk at my upcoming conference about, uh, for the first time actually, about failing forward and what that has looked like, that you don't have all the answers and things will not go your way and sometimes things will bomb. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and sometimes people will criticize you and not understand you or your vision and, you know, you might not get funded and it might actually be a flop. It just might not be the time. It might not work for, you know, the audience that you're trying to innovate for or whatever it is that you're doing. But I think failure is an opportunity. I am also one of those who looks at things from sort of that rose colored lens of, well, this is an opportunity to grow. And I think a lot of times people can get sidelined. People give up when they see failure or quote unquote, what they perceive to be failure. But oftentimes, if you continue to push forward, you will find something magical in the outcome if you continue to persist. And I think that's important to consider as a leader and as someone who is looking to lead. Yes, thanks for that. And I totally agree. While you're going through, you know, it's not all roses and cupcakes, of course, but looking back and figuring out that pivot is very important to continue with your journey and and be successful. So thanks mm-hmm. for that. Okay. So Lisa May, can you share one time you failed as a leader and what you learned from that experience that helped you to become a better leader? Yeah. I, you know, I think I've, in the beginning, you know, it's like, I don't want to assume the role of leader, even though I am, right? So it's, I had this like negative connotation that, I'm better. If you're a leader, you're better than the rest of the people on your team. And so I carry that with me. And I think part of that's because the voices from, you know, my childhood and other people who are like, oh, you're bossy or oh, you're this or oh, you think you're better than everybody because you did this or whatever. And I think I carried that with me and I didn't want people to feel inferior. So what I did was kind of create this democracy. This is what my mentor called it, you know, like this democracy where everyone, you know, I'm working the hardest. It's my vision, but I give people who aren't necessarily deserving immense credit for things that they should be doing anyway, or, you know, what they're, they showed up one time, but didn't show up 10 and I'm praising them for the one time. And so in my effort to kind of please everyone and have everyone kind of feel like they're part of something, I really compromised the overall organization and the productivity And I think what I've had, and I feel like that was a failure because what ended up happening was people shirking, you know, on their projects, people not showing up, people taking incredible advantage of myself and the organization and the work we do. And it, which has caused, you know, further complications. It's been a ripple effect of unfortunate things because I felt the way that I did and I took leadership in the way that I did. So I've since had to create boundaries and learn differently about how to 
launch a business and to create sustainability and to create a team organization that's rewarding and there is rules, there are consequences, like all of those things matter. And I feel if I continued the way that I had been operating, I wouldn't be here today. You know, if I continued in that space, I would for sure probably not have recovered. So I had to pivot and learn and cultivate something different. Okay. Thanks for sharing that. Yes. And I can definitely see where, you know, even though you were trying to be very nice, it did in turn turn into (laughs) a failure for you. So yes. And we do, as leaders, we have to make tough decisions and we have to sometimes set ourselves apart when we don't feel better than other people, but it may appear that way. So I definitely understand the battles there. Thanks for sharing. Okay. So Lisa May, do you feel it's easier, harder, or requires the same effort to be a female leader in the entrepreneur ecosystem and why? Well, it's definitely not easier. (laughs) (laughs) I think that, you know, I think we're at an interesting time in history where we are collectively standing together as women to carve our place in the world, our rightful place in the world as equals. I think we are collectively coming together to be stronger and to make a stance and and make policy changes. So I think moving forward, we're in very interesting times where I think it will become easier to be a female leader. I think it is still a challenge, though, to actually make those gains that we're seeking right now. So it takes persistence and tenacity to continue to say, no, this isn't right. We deserve to be heard or we deserve to have funding or we deserve to, you know, be considered equal in the workplace or get that promotion or whatever it is that you're seeking. I think we're still in that space of challenges, but I think if we continue to raise our voice and be persistent and point out where, you know, the environment is not conducive for us to survive and thrive, then you know, I think it would continue to be challenging, but I see great change. And I think the work that I do with Water Women Tech has allowed me to see different points of view, uh, different industries and their growth, where they're making gains and where they're not. So I get to kind of see this landscape of opportunity ahead for us. Nice. Thanks for sharing that. Yes. And I do agree with you that, you know, it may not be as easy, but tides are changing and things are getting better. So it is an awesome time. So take advantage, ladies. Okay. So productivity is a hot topic right now, as it should be. Many people want to know how to do more with less and be efficient. As a successful leader, this is a must. Lisa May, do you have any productivity tips to share with our listeners? Well, you know, I wish I could say that uh, I've mastered that (laughs) art of doing more and less. I can only say that I think as you continue to do something, you learn new ways of doing it in, you know, faster times or delegating. I think delegation as a leader is highly important. It's something that I didn't learn for several years. So I think from an individual perspective, I've learned that delegation has saved my life, (laughs) probably literally, you know, from going crazy. Yes. So I would definitely look at delegating tasks that you don't absolutely have to do. And I think as leaders and especially female founders, we feel like we have to do everything or we're alone out there. And really, 
you can sell people on your vision and get that support that you need, even if it's not that actual capital. Human capital does exist, and you can create ways to get your projects done with the help of others. Yes. So that would be probably the greatest tip is human capital and utilizing that collaborative approach. Yes. Thanks for that. And I do agree. I think with women founders or maybe founders in general that it's our baby, you know, we don't want to let it go, but to grow, you do have to delegate and to, for your sanity, like you said, you do have to delegate and try to figure out how to be more productive within your means. So thanks for sharing that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Lisa May, can you share an experience that blessed your leadership and tell us about the outcome or the takeaway that you learned? You know, I think mentorship and peer review and, you know, having a social network of like minds is vital and has changed me in ways that are still unfolding. You know, again, like being the oldest, I kind of did have that mindset for most of my life that I had to do things alone and I had to figure out the answers because, hey, I spearheaded this. I have to know the answers. And I think I'm one of the late newcomers to the game of mentorship, but I'm like one of those most, you know, exciting advocates for mentorship and finding a mentor. And I think having that in my life, having amazing mentors, male and female, having people that you can rely on to kind of share the ups and downs with or the the challenges you're facing, I think is, is important to any endeavor and any person. So I would say definitely mentorship has changed my life for sure. Okay. Yes. And I do believe that mentorship is a blessing. It's a blessing for the person receiving as well as the blessing for the person being the mentor. So thanks for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Lisa May, can you offer our listeners the best advice you have as a leader or have ever received from a leader and tell us how you've implemented it into your life? Well, you know, one of the greatest things, and it's one of the most simplest statements, and I've referred to this for the last six months, you know, I had the honor of interviewing Reverend Jesse Jackson at my last conference oh, nice. in August 2017. And I, at the moment, I had been feeling really exhausted. I had just come through, you know, a lot of challenges that year. And I'm sitting on the stage with him and so super excited, but also just feeling kind of wary and thinking ahead of, you know, like I have so much work still to do. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I couldn't even like fully enjoy and revel that moment of having, you know, one of the last American civil rights icons on, on my stage. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of, I didn't plan this question, but it kind of came out and I just said, how, you know, you've been doing this work for decades, you know, alongside Martin Luther King Jr. And so how do you keep going? <laughs> Yeah, like how do you keep going? And it was from an I, I asked a very honest, fatigued space. I was so just needing something. And so, you know, I was expecting some, I don't know, long, continuous, you know, answer of something. I, I don't know what I was expecting. But he said, he looked at me and he said, you know, you just have to show up. Mm. And, you know, at that moment, it was like a light bulb went off because 
even when you're feeling defeated or you don't have the answers or you're you're challenged or you might have come across a failure, if you show up anyway, something's going to happen. And for me, I kept telling myself, show up, show up, Lisa May. I still say that to myself to this day. And in fact, I don't just say it to myself. I say it to my team. I say it to other speakers. I've had conversations with some of my speakers who have felt fatigued or challenged in some way in their own, you know, careers or lives. And I tell this story because I feel like it's a a very simple but powerful reminder that as long as you show up, something will happen. And that something is all in, it will all unfold based on the work that you put into it, the seeds that you continue to plant and water. So that for me, I think is probably the single most amazing advice that I've been given. Okay. Thanks for that. Yes, I do agree. Just show up because you never know, you know, what you're missing or what may happen. So that's awesome. Okay. So you made it to the finish line. How do you feel? I feel fantastic. (laughs) Awesome. I feel like I can go out and lead. (laughs) Yes, yes. Okay. So I want to thank you again for being my guest on She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. But before we part, do you want to give our listeners your contact information or mention any events, products, services, and ventures that they would benefit from knowing about? Yeah, well, you can always check us out on wonderwomentech.com. And we do have a national conference happening at the Long Beach Convention Center October 5th and 6th. It'll be our largest event ever. And we have an amazing array of even free programming, free career fair and expo with free mentorship sessions as well. We have launched our Mentor Magic sessions. I think that can benefit anybody. And then the general session is just going to be outstanding this year. I'm super excited. We've even invited Reverend Jesse Jackson back. So stay tuned on whether you'll see him there. But yeah, I very much look forward to hearing from you. Tweet at us. We're very responsive on Twitter and social media in general at Wonder Women Tech. That's Wonder Women with an E, not an A because we are here together. We're collectively kicking ass. So I would love to hear from you. And thank you so much for having me on your show. No problem. Thank you. Thanks for all of your insight. I definitely appreciate it. No problem. You have a wonderful day. Thank you. I appreciate your time. No problem. Thank you. I really enjoyed this interview with Lisa May. I love Lisa May's optimistic outlook on life. Lisa May proclaimed that she looks at life through rose-colored lenses, meaning she chooses to view both her favorable and non-favorable experiences positively. All experiences provide an opportunity for growth if we are willing to look for the lessons learned and apply them accordingly. Having this mindset fosters the drive needed to keep pushing when our results don't meet our expectations. Lisa May stated, oftentimes, if you continue to push forward, you will find something magical in the outcome if you continue to persist. I admire Lisa May's insight for becoming a successful entrepreneur. Lisa May gave several nuggets of wisdom that I have added into my toolkit over time. A few of the jewels of knowledge I personally appreciated were 
to create boundaries, create sustainability, and have a social network of like minds. I totally agree with these suggestions and actually go into detail about each in my upcoming book, The Code of Leadership, The If-Then Process. I can relate to how Lisa May initially felt in reference to being a leader, as I too did not want to assume the leader role. Similar to Lisa May, I was called bossy and told that I thought I was better than others in my younger years. In an effort to not intimidate those around me or make others feel inferior, I often dulled my light. From this, I learned that dulling your light only makes you miserable. And later, I realized that when you decide to shine, you give others the courage to do so as well. A successful leader leads life unapologetically. Nicole Walker's takeaway for this week. Lisa May gave numerous and valuable tips to achieve success based on her life lessons as an entrepreneur. My takeaway for this week is the advice Lisa May received from the Honorable Reverend Jesse Jackson, which is to just show up. Simple, right? I found a quote that encompasses the epitome of showing up, which is, just show up as you are. You don't have to look or feel great. You don't have to be prepared for each challenge or know all the hows of every situation. You don't have to be fearless or have all the answers or be 100% ready. Nobody is any of these. It's not about being perfect at all. You just have to show up as you are despite all the objections and insecurities of your mind, despite each and every fear that threatens to hold you back, despite the limitations and criticisms others place on you. This is your life, your journey, your adventure, and all this asking of you is to show up for it as you are. That's enough. That's more than enough. That's everything. And that's a quote from Scott Stabile. Nicole Walker's Leadership Challenge of the Week. We want to hear from you. We would love to know your thoughts about leadership empowerment with Lisa Mae Brunson. What did you learn? What do you agree with? What did you like? Or you can tell us what you did not like, what you do not agree with, or what you think should be changed. Go to Facebook at She Leads Podcast and let us know. Respondents will be entered into a random drawing for a Genius's Common t-shirt. Thanks, and until next time, be empowered and empower on.